Lewis, what's going on, my friend? What's up, Keone? Lewis, listen, man. Uh, guys, welcome to another edition of Scriptly Adapted Uncut. Uh, the Wrestling Files, I call this. The Wrestling Files. Um, different than what we normally do. I, I normally stay, stay, stay in the movie lane. But you know what? Why not? I'm going to venture out into some wrestling. And I got one of my boys, Lewis, from Let Me Just Say This. We've done some classic shows, Lewis. What's going on, man? Yeah, and since we're all in quarantine, I, I've decided yeah. to – I'm going to start revisiting all of the episodes that we've recorded over the last couple of years. Can you Yo, believe it's, it's been like – yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start reposting them. Yeah, we've done some classics, man. We, we've done some, some, some really in-depth stuff, man. Got to hear that again. Yeah, and it's so funny because Karen was revisiting Thor the other day. And I said to myself, two years ago, we were supposed to do the Marvel Retrospect Episode 4, reflecting on oh, Thor. Yeah. And we never got around to that. Never got around. Listen, man, I, I might I might do that. I might get you on, man. We can listen, it's never too late to revisit some Marvel stuff, man. I mean, those are those are classic films that'll, you know, definitely stand the test of time in our generation. So why not? Let's just do it. So <laughs> listen, this is a perfect time to revisit everything. <laughs> yeah, this is this is man, Lewis. Welcome to listen, man. I, you know, we were we were uh, we had the the pleasure of doing a Zoom call to watch WrestleMania uh, this past WrestleMania together, which was a little different, man. Um, I you, you know what I I want to get right into it. Yeah, because, um, there's really <laughs> really no not much to say, but to just dive right in. So overall thought on no crowd mania this year because it's you know as you all know guys we are in quarantine and mania was very different um it was what you think man like you had a few days almost a week <laughs> yep right never too late to talk about this mania so what did you think man right off the bat i'm gonna say that it wasn't nearly as bad as i was anticipating i remember okay. weeks back when i was counting down the days for the announcement, the, the inevitable announcement of Vince McMahon having a, a press conference or some type of conference call saying, okay, WrestleMania is canceled this year or postponed, and we're just going to deliver you that pay-per-view uh, on, a, a, at a, a date to, on a date to be determined. That's what I was expecting. And right. so then I just kept on saying for weeks, like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. I'm not interested <laughs> in half the card. Because um, I remember yeah. you telling me that. I yeah, that. I was actually very close to just sitting this one out this year. This would have been the first time ever as a WWE fan, a wrestling fan, that I sat out WrestleMania. But <laughs> you know what? The two or three days before, I said to myself, let's make it a little interesting. Let's just have a Zoom party, and we can have yeah. a live viewing, and we, we give ourselves live commentary, live reactions, because, hey, there's no crowd, so we might as well just – you use the platforms that are available to us to make it a little more engaging. So it wasn't right. wasn't nearly as bad as I was anticipating. I'm going to say the talent, they all busted their asses, and I'm giving them a lot of credit. The production crew for WWE deserves the most credit, especially with the Firefly Funhouse match and the oh, – uh, We'll get to that. We'll get to that real right, soon. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But, yeah, the, the kudos to the production crew. Overall, I, I thought it was I thought it was okay, man. It wasn't it was it was it was entertaining. It was amusing. Did 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 you like one night over the other? 
I'm gonna say I enjoyed night two over night one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. but the overall, if I had to give my overall feeling of it, I would. I don't know. I, I, for letter grades, I guess we can do that at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do the let's do the letter grade at the end, man. Because I'm I'm curious. I'm curious with your grade because when we when we watched the show and it was over, you you honestly didn't have any words. You like I don't know. Like you, you yeah. know, like I don't I don't know how I feel. Like it wasn't bad, but I don't know how I feel. And I think because when I when when I hung up with you, my feel I I was really down on it, man. Like it, it not that I hated it. It was just it just wasn't the same. Something was off. And I did not like the aspect of it being taped. I uh, I felt like some of the cuts were too quick, or you knew they were about to cut to a to a different angle at a certain move. Like it was just too. T- I hate taped wrestling shows. I hate taped wrestling shows. Um, but I, I kind of, you know, no no crowd. It was it was different, Lewis. Man, it was something different that I think we're all going to get used to for, you know, for the coming weeks or maybe another month or two or whatever. Um, you know, hopefully it only lasts that long, but I mean, it was different. It was different. It was, <sighs> I'm still to the, I, and I thought I had a definitive, <laughs> I thought I had a definitive answer, man, but it was just different. And I'm, 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 I'm again, like you said, um, I, I didn't hate it though. I, it was it. There were some enjoyable moments, and in speaking of some enjoyable moments, Lewis, were there aside from the fun house and uh, the boneyard match, were there any standouts, good and bad, matches wise for you? Let's see. Edge and Randy Orton. The biggest gripe that everyone seems to have was that it was way too long. Yeah. It actually clocked yeah. in when I read the. The dirt sheets, and I, I went on to PW Torch and you know read reviews from different websites. It actually clocked in at over a half hour. It didn't feel like it. I mean, it kind of felt like it, but I guess it's because we were all interacting with one another on Zoom. But it was like thirty. Yeah. It was like a thirty-six minute match or something like that. That's pretty long, man. That's very- <laughs> yeah. That's that's very long for no crowd engagement, and to have a back backstage brawl that I, I felt like it should have been no no longer than 15 20 minutes right right but it, it, I, it did I, have I some totally good agree. moments specifically towards the end they had some very good moments they they sold very well and uh it's funny because i wasn't even thinking about that spot where he was he was putting that rope around him and kind of choking him out ah. and that that spot received a lot of heat because it was very reminiscent of the Benoit tragedy so they're, they're saying that that was a bad call on management, whoever decided to keep that spot in the match. I didn't think much of it, but to some people, it might yeah, conjure yeah. up those bad memories. But overall, you know, the, the, the second half of the match was a lot more enjoyable than the first half, but just too long. Uh, th- so there was that. Um, okay. Let's see. Charlotte and Ripley, they, I, I thought they had, wrestling-wise, the best match out of both nights. They really busted their asses, and I think that match would have probably stolen the show. If it had been in front of a live crowd, in my opinion. Okay. What else? Um, you know, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins was cool. The, the thing I remember most about the match was the spot that Kevin Owens had with the elbow job. I thought that was really good. Uh, Drew and Brock, it was 
somewhat lazy, but it made sense given the, given right. the circumstances. Right. Uh, that was that was uh, you know a typical Brock match. Well, I, I noticed what they're doing with Brock's matches now. Instead of having him do German suplex after German suplex, what they're having him do is just F fives after F five. Yeah, and then he'll make one mistake when he goes for like the fifth or sixth one, and then the opponent will capitalize on that mistake, hit their finisher about three or four times, and then win the match. That's how it's gone down with guys like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns in his recent title matches. Lewis, that's just lazy, man. Like you said, I, I feel for this, because there's no crowd, give me everything you got. Like, like, give me something, right? That match could have been so much more compelling as far as what we saw in ring, I just felt like it just lacked, it lacked creativity, it lacked emotion, it, but, but it was typical, like you said, and it was, it was formulaic, it was just very bland, like, like you, and we mentioned this on the Zoom call, it was the exact same formula for the Goldberg and Braun match. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty much the same formula, and I hate those big man matches with Brock, where he, he, there just seems to be no sense of caring about about what you're doing in the ring anymore. You know, like it, it it's it's storytelling for a reason. And I got more from their build than the actual match. So it was that that was a little disappointing for me. Both of those matches, the the the, the championship matches. Yeah, you know what? It was it was disappointing, I guess. But you know, I was already. I already knew what to expect from that main event. I wasn't expecting mm. anywhere near a, a five star because I wasn't even expecting a four star match. You know, I knew that they were just gonna get their signature move spots in, build up some some type of drama, because we're like, oh, here we go, Lesnar's probably gonna win. Uh, and, you know, mission accomplished. Like I said, given the circumstances, it wasn't terrible, but it, it certainly didn't sweep me off my feet. But you you know what was another yeah, highlight yeah. for me? The Otis and uh, Dolph Ziggler match because the storyline payoff my, was good. Yeah, man, I, I've enjoyed that storyline. Yeah, my man won. Yes, he won at the end in both in both cases, my friend. <laughs> he won. Yeah, he was a winner. But again, both. it's a shame because that payoff where he finally gets the girl would have gone extremely over with the with the crowd. They would have gone ape shit yeah. for that because people really are enjoying this storyline. And he got a kiss out of it too, man. And as soon as that kiss hit, he, oh god, the crowd would have, crowd would have ate that up, man. They of course, you would have had, you would have had seventy five thousand people on their feet chanting yes, yes, yeah. So yeah. that's, yep, yep, that was that. That's yeah, okay. that's that's the unfortunate part. But I guess <laughs> this is a WrestleMania that we'll be talking about for years to come because of that reason, because of how unique it was. That's true. Now, Lewis, is, is, are there any major stinkers, matches you hated, matches that were just not – on paper they sound great or they sounded great and then you got it and you're like, oh, I can't wait till this is over. Anything like that? Bathroom break matches basically? Well, I would say the opening match of night one, which was the women's tag title match. And the only reason why that was a yeah. quote-unquote stinker was because I was not invested in it. So I wouldn't have given a shit even if the crowd was there. <laughs> and if the, and if there were people in the audience. So I mean, you're giving me a bathroom break the first uh, the first match. That, that's that's a bad call. Becky Lynch. That's a bad yeah, call. Becky yeah, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Uh they did what they could given the circumstances with the build and the match, but I, I didn't I didn't 
I didn't really care for the match. I'll be honest with you. So it was yeah, the right. It was in hindsight, it was the right call not having Shayna Baszler win the title. Definitely, definitely, because they got. I think they and I, you know, I think they have to do uh, Shayna. They got to build Shayna a little more, make her make her more threatening or a bigger star. Uh, because you know, I think this main roster crowd, the Raw crowd, may have not tuned in to any NXT or know who she is. Um, and I think that they need to they need to paint her as a credible person who is a threat to the title and deserves it. And I don't think they I think they rushed it a little bit. I don't think they did a great job with that. Yeah, they, you know, the talent they were put in a tough spot. That's why I'm not gonna be I'm not that hard. I'm that harsh, yeah. I should say, with my criticisms of WrestleMania because again, these are very unique circumstances. This was the most unprecedented pay-per-view WWE has ever put on. So I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna be too harsh with the criticisms with the talent. It's not like again they not they're not trying to pop the crowd. They're just doing it to elicit some sort of reaction from the fans who are watching from from home. That's so good. and also the also the closeout storylines, man. I mean to tell you the truth, closeout storylines or or continue to build storylines. So. I mean, they, like you said, they're not there necessarily to pop the crowd. I think that's the reason why Vince ultimately wanted to continue with the show because they already had put time in, a lot of time and effort into trying to culminate these storylines. So he said, you know what, let's just roll with the punches, finish these storylines, and then see what happens after. Because as of right now, Florida has that stay at home. They, they, they've issued that stay-at-home uh, order, and w- which means that the Performance Center is shut down for the most part, I believe. So they're going to have to find other locations to continue their tapings if, if they still are. Because obviously they can't – they're not going to do Money in the Bank at the at whatever arena it is. I, I have no idea. Forward. Supposedly, they, they want to they continue taping uh, as much content as possible. I, I don't know. I, I think they just they should just take a break, man. You just use this as a blessing in disguise for the talent. Take a fucking break. Hit the reboot button, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Even, you know, it's and it's even, I agree because it's hard for me to really engage with the product with it being in the Performance Center. Um, it's really hard for me to really engage. Um, like you said earlier, I do give props to that production team, man, because they're doing the best possible work with what they got. Um, I just, yeah, I agree, man. Just give it a, give them a break. This could be a revamp of storyline. This could be a revamp of characters and, and, and personalities, looks and theme music. Like this could be a creative overhaul for, for, for all of them. And Maybe they need to shut it down, but if, if Vince is if, – if we know Vince like we know Vince's patterns, uh, he ain't shutting nothing down. I, I so know, I, I know. Listen, I, I, it, goes, it goes back to that, that very famous quote, right? Uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So if you hypothetically shut down WWE productions of any type of shows and just run – reruns of classic raw nxt and smackdown episodes or, or or like for example 
they can use that time slot on USA for three hours and they can just use that to air either a whole classic episode in its entirety or they could just take certain matches from certain years. They have a bunch of content to go back in and air oh, archive yeah. footage. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to necessarily leave that three-hour time slot blank and vacant. You can go back in and present yeah. old classic footage. And some people might say, well, couldn't we do that on the WWE Network? Yes, you can. But not everybody subscribes to the WWE Network. So if you're just looking right. for them to pick out something like oh uh we're gonna be airing this 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 classic episode what they think is a classic episode from 2010 when when nxt uh invaded for the first time but you know things like that they can do those those kinds of things right you don't have to necessarily shove 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 these 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 pre-taped empty arena shows down our throats the wwe fans will come back to you it's not like we're leaving and we're gone for good but when it right. does come I back agree. in its traditional format, we're going to love it because we've missed it for so long. And we're going to just be tuned in. We missed the crowd reaction. The crowds are going to be fucking ecstatic. You know what I mean? They're going to be electric. The crowds yeah. are going to be hot again. So why not just take a break? AEW had to shut down. They've taped enough to air for the next couple of weeks. I think through May, maybe. But... They had to shut down because they're they're in Jacksonville, Florida, so they they have no other choice. Yeah. So I'm pretty yeah. sure when they mm-hmm. stop airing the episodes that they've taped, they're gonna do something along those lines where they'll use that. I mean, they haven't been around for a long time, but they'll use that to just show reruns. And you know what's? And I noticed this about uh, one of the AEW tapings that I found cool and really productive. Is that they were starting to do vignettes of some yeah. of the guys, right? They did, they did, you know, they had a bunch of them, just kind of introducing you to who they were, and how great would that be if WWE did the same thing and introducing some of these NXT cats to people who have never exactly. seen them before, right? Show show some of these old school matches, these you know NXT New York. You and I had the the pleasure of going to see, right? Show that Adam Cole match, like get those matches out so that people are aware of them before you bring them up, you know, give me some velveteen dream, you know, like highlight your stars, have these, you know, these, this editing team of yours create these brand new vignettes of these guys and, and, and throw them up and have people start to understand who they are so that when they come back, there's an, there's a relationship, there's an engagement there that because they've been off TV for so long, you, you, you feel like you know them now. You know what I'm saying? There's so many creative ways they can go. And, you, and you're right. They're going to have to be creative because uh, Florida shut down. Right, right. And, <laughs> and you know, and you brought up a good point. That's, that's perfect. If they could just make vignettes of their characters because yeah. AEW has been playing catch-up over the last couple of months. Well, before the, before the whole pandemic mm-hmm. craziness. But if you notice, their shows have improved. And uh, a big reason for that is not the in-ring work. The in-ring work was always there, but they started putting more time into character development. So you started to get a lot more vignettes, a lot more promos. And that's what they needed initially from the get-go. But they really started to find their footing since since uh, the new year started. And that's why I've, I've been enjoying that, the, the, the Dynamite episodes more than the NXT episodes, quite frankly. Now, 
very funny. So yes, I've, I've been enjoying the AEW stuff way more, man. It's, it's just a little more, you know, they got, they got a couple of their guys out by the ring. They're, you know, I think they're about six, six, uh, six feet apart and, you know, whatever it is. And they're, they're, they're space, right. To, to, you know, go, go along with the CDC guidelines, but they're out there cheering. They're out there heckling. Like, it's just, it's, it feels like a more fun right. atmosphere. Um, it, it feels engaged, engaging. And also the storylines are pretty engaging. You know, they got the TNT title coming out, you know, secondary title, and they got a tournament. I that. saw but that. In yeah. this, they premiered, yeah, they, they premiered Brody Lee and, and, and Matt Hardy. I mean, they, you know, even though beyond what's going on, they're still trying to give us some quality stuff, uh, some creative stuff. And, and I appreciate that. So, you know, kudos to AEW. Kudos to also WWE, man, because listen, they're doing the best they can. And Lewis, let me ask you something. Do you think we got the best of what they could have done at the Performance Center for the uh, for WrestleMania? You think we got the absolute best, or do you think they were lazy, or do you think they just did what they did to be safe? Like, I think what, it's a combination of everything you just asked. It's yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like yes and no. They did their best. Could could the in ring quality have been better for some of the matches? Sure, but who's to say that the in ring quality would have been that great with a crowd? Because, you know, these days, WrestleMania is so fucking long that the crowd, you know, they, they, they get tuned out after match five. You know what I'm saying? So this might be something that Vince want, might want to consider going forward. Because uh, New Japan did this with Wrestle Kingdom this year for the first time ever. They made it a two-night event. And it worked out well mm. because you had – memorable five-star classics at night one, and you also have five-star classics at night two. So it gives them it gives them it gives the fans more without having to cram and digest everything in like a five to six hour span. So that's that's something that they might want to consider when this is all over. Like, do we make WrestleMania a two-night thing? Since we want to make it bigger, we could start selling tickets uh in that sense where you can purchase your total package for night one and two, or you can choose which night you want to, you prefer to go to. That's something that they might want to consider because they, it seems like they're not trying to make WrestleMania any smaller quote unquote, which means you're going to continue having match after match after match after match. And they want to make the event longer because Vince just thinks that longer is better, but it's not because it's just, it's too, it drags too much. And then by the time you get to the main event, or not even the main event, by the time you get past the first half of the card, you're burned out. You know, you, you're not you're not into it all that much because it's too damn long. Three, four, five hours is too long yeah. for anything these days. So if I were yeah. Vince, I would be heavily considering that going forward. Maybe not so much for next year, but the year after, just start making it a, a two-night event. Put eight matches on one night, eight matches on, on night two, or not even eight matches. You can literally have it to where it's like five or six solid matches one night and then five or six solid matches the following night. That way it won't it won't feel like yeah. a chore to watch. Yes, yes, I agree. And that way you get everyone on the show that you're trying to get on the show, man, and, and storylines can breathe. There's no rush. They don't have to rush to finish or or to to to, to uh, gain more time, you know, by cutting matches off short. Like everyone wins in that situation. 
is it a hit now? Does it make sense financially for them? I don't know. Make make get tickets for one night versus two nights. Maybe pump up the tickets if you're getting them for both nights. I don't know. There's so many ways they could do this. I did like the two ma- the the two night format. I really did. Um, it it felt like I, Lewis, when we were watching it, I wasn't getting like antsy or like oh my god dude right get out of here like i wasn't and i'm in my own home and i'm so i (laughs) didn't say so i didn't i didn't i didn't feel like i had to get out of there like it felt like it felt everything was like you could breathe like it was like okay next match and then you knew that they were going to end at at a certain time a reasonable time right um i forget where the the two shows clocked in at each um not sure i think i I want to say it was maybe well, Three night two was definitely both. longer. Um, yeah, definitely night, longer. night two was actually closer to three uh, and a half to four hours because they gave a lot of time to Edge and Orton. Um, yeah, so uh, I, yeah. It, it was it was a lot longer. It, it's what you would expect from a traditional length of a of a, of a traditional pay per view. The only yeah, thing yes. about the two night yes. WrestleMania now, that they now. would have to worry about. Or the, the, the like, the logistics is NXT Takeover and WrestleMania Access because Fox uh, SmackDown airs live uh, on Friday night, so they would have to work mm. around that. Like maybe it would have to be a situation where NXT Takeover airs on a Thursday night, or you know something along those lines. But they can figure it out if they really wanted to go down that route. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You listen. If they, like you said, probably not next year because LA is probably going to be huge and they probably want to make that one big epic night from all of this happening this year. Um, but definitely, you know, play around with the too big for one night kind of gimmick and see what happens. Um, you know, maybe, maybe it might work. And speaking of too big oh boy. for one night, Lewis, we, we had two matches – one in each night. Thank God it was in one night. <laughs> I think I would have lost my mind. But um, we had the Boneyard match, AJ Styles and Undertaker night one. Lewis, give me your thoughts and a grade for the match. All right. Here, <laughs> here, here's the thing. The Boneyard match and the Funhouse <laughs> match are the two most talked about things out of WrestleMania this year. So clearly yes. Vince is happy because that's what he was going for. Um, and you know something, the shit that people are talking about with these two matches is mostly positive. People seem to really, really like it. I don't have an issue with the Boneyard match. At first, as you remember our reaction, we were like, what the hell is this? You know, this isn't even a match and you know, it's too cinematic, but I think, I think you just, you just have to take it in stride. It was a unique portion of what's supposed to be an all quote unquote wrestling event. I was never expecting a traditional wrestling match. So why not give me something creative and make it cinematic, make it overly produced? Fuck it. I've seen things like this with Matt Hardy's uh, final deletion matches and his broken universe. They've done that with Orton and Wyatt. Ah, yeah. Um, you know, Lucha Underground's backstage vignettes are, are exactly like that. They're they're like watching a short film. I didn't have an issue with it. it, and it made me laugh. It was amusing. You know what I mean? If you are expecting a match, then yes, I can understand where your disappointment uh, disappointment roots from. Lincoln was shitting all over it. 
But the thing is, I think I think his mind was in yeah, the wrong place. <laughs> now that I've had five days to reflect on it, or rather, almost a week, it, it's it's it was it was it was what it was. I, I thought it served its purpose. Was it over the top and campy? Absolutely. But I think that was the purpose of it. It was it was never supposed to be intended to be like uh, a five star masterpiece. So I, I I was fine with it. Right. I, I don't. Yeah, think I it was, was fine with to it. be that either. Yeah, I don't think it was supposed to be that either, man. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was different. different. <laughs> it was definitely different, man. Definitely different. I, I wanted a little less cinematic and supernatural and a little more. Listen, they could have kept it cinematic and could and just had all of what they had. Except for like the Undertaker appearing from one side of inside the grave <laughs> and then now on site in on top of the truck. Like it was just it was a little like, OK. I get it, WWE, uh, but uh, Lewis, I don't even know what I expected, man. What I don't know what I expected. I, I was ex- I, if if they were going to do that, like I said, I expected a little more, a little more fight. Just do it exactly the way they did it, but just um, a little less edits and cuts and 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 fire and pyro. <laughs> like it was. It was. It was. I don't know. It was. It just caught me off guard. But did you give it a grade? What, what would you? Give um. It you know what? I I, I got to give it a, at least a B. You know, just just off of production, because I'm not wow. grading it okay. as a match. You know, just off, just off production, but I'm giving it at least right. a B, and that's just off of that initial viewing. If I go back and watch it, I'll probably give it a a, a fucking yeah. A. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, I here's here, I may, here's I my thing. If you if you would have filmed it, if they would have filmed it as a traditional match, like the way Edge and Orton would have been, we would have we would have been bored. And the reason why I say that is because yes. you wouldn't have had as many jump cuts, you wouldn't have had as many edits, um, less production value. It would have just been the camera following them along, beating the shit out of each other. And at some point, it would have dragged, and we would have said, okay. Where's this going? Can this match end? At least in this format, this cinematic format, you were you were kind of on the edge of your seat because you didn't know what to expect. So I think in that regard, hell right. yeah, I'd give it a B, B plus. At the very least. Yeah, I I I'm 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 not that high. I'm at I'm at a C plus for the creativity. Um a high C plus B. I'm teetering on the B um, because it was, it did have me at the edge of my seat, like wondering what is happening. Um, listen, there was some corny moments, but it's WWE. Right. What do you, what are we asking for? Right. We're not asking for an, we're not asking for an <laughs> Emmy award winning show here. We're just, but it was very creative, very well done. Um, I think that's probably the best way, the best way to, get um to get um uh undertaker from retiring too soon if that makes sense like still you could still utilize him um but yeah in matches like that situations it can't be in of course a graveyard all the time but tape it edit it <laughs> put some put some effects in it that can give the give taker's character and his body extreme longevity you might want to do that with some of the older 
guys you have. Maybe as H gets older, maybe he doesn't want to do it, you know, as many bumps in the ring um, as he's done in the past. Or Shawn Michaels, if we want to see him again. Um, now these guys, now there's a way to showcase these guys again uh, without all the wear and tear and make it creative and cinematic. So, you know, it, 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 I don't know. It, I yeah, guess it, it, job, it's, it served its purpose. It, the only it, problem it, I have with your suggestion is what about the live crowd? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to do a pre-tape, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make the live crowd aware that that's what they're going to be seeing, that they're going to have to focus their attention on the jumbotron. That that is yes, the live crowd does lose that moment, so that's a tricky part of it. So that's I, why I I'm know, excited. I'm excited it, for but, that limited series that um, they're airing uh, pretty soon uh, with the Undertaker and his last ride. Well, that's what it's called, Undertaker's last ride or whatever. It's, but yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm really really intrigued by that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, they they did a little you know, a uh, little sneak preview of it, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, after Mania, and it looks great. It's it looks great, man. It, it's it looks like it's going to be really good. So looking forward to that. Now, uh oh, to the next one, Lewis. Uh, the. <laughs> The, Another very well received <laughs> match, by the way. To the uh, to the fun house we go. John Cena versus uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt and <laughs> whoever else was in it. Man, uh, give me give me thoughts and great, bro. <laughs> Holy shit is uh, two words to describe it. This was upon reading reviews and then thinking back on the match because I I, I uh, didn't get a chance to rewatch it. I will. At some point, but yo, this was like some surreal shit. We thought the boneyard match wasn't a match. This was just one long dream sequence slash surreal vignette. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of mess- a lot like of the subtleties and there's like a lot of cryptic stuff in yeah. there, and like they threw in some. They threw it was like a lot of callbacks to his his debut, um, some of his most famous moments. Mm-hmm. Like they've even had some WCW shit thrown in there. What the fuck was I watching? Yeah. Like, but You're yo, right. that was that was all of our that was that was, it was everyone. So That's what crisply, crisply edited. Um it was so expertly crafted. That I can't even shit on it. It wasn't. It wasn't a match. Sure, it wasn't a match. And Bray Wyatt won, quote unquote. He got the victory. But this was like yeah, on guess, some. Yeah. <laughs> this shit could. The, the, the production crew behind this could easily be nominated for an Emmy. That was extremely yeah. well produced, yeah. bro. Like, I, I know Lincoln hated it. Lincoln hated I know, him, I, I know I, he I hated he had, it, I I but, but but he's uh, too much of a purist. He's not open-minded in that sense. I I just said the whole time, like, what the hell am I watching? But in hindsight, now that I've had time to reflect this, yeah. uh, reflect on it, I'm like, whoa. That's it's it's pretty it's pretty bizarre, but it it's pretty yeah. damn good fucking TV. 
pretty damn good. I, I you know, I hated it at first, Lewis. Not gonna lie, and I was like, this is complete trash. But I did not pay. I wasn't paying attention to what I was watching in depth, like from the NWO. You know, I guess that was like supposed to represent yeah. him never making that heel turn that he, like the big star making that heel turn, like Hogan did. Um, you know, there's just a lot to digest. I I had to go back and look at actual uh, actual footage and clips from that match or vignette and like you said dude hella entertaining My it was God, literally a it, short it, film it was entertaining um short film and i think they should have ended the show that way but i get of course you got to end it with the champion you got to give you got to give drew his pot his his you know his moment but man this would have been a great way to be like drop the <laughs> yeah. mic moment kind of thing you know what i'm saying like you know what I'm saying? Like, think about this, guys. Fall asleep on this. And the internet yeah, was buzzing. Yeah, man. Um, was buzzing. Like I said, it was very well received. I mean, I read I read reviews from PW yeah. Torch, Bleacher Report, Cage Side Seats. All of these websites you could think of, and even social media, people really enjoyed it for what it was. And rightfully so. The Fiend slash Bray Wyatt, he is going to be immortal for the rest of his career and, and his life. Because he's the, you know, he was one of the brain mm -hmm. ch children behind the production of this. This was mostly his his idea. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that character is going away anytime soon. If you thought that he was buried because of dropping mm. the title to Goldberg, this just reaffirmed Vince's appreciation for that character. Because he's obviously given him almost 100% creative control, if you can tell. Yes, he has. Um, and I'm glad he has because I don't want... I don't this want has been the most unique that, you know character <laughs> that they've had since probably The Undertaker in, in terms of over-the-top supernatural stuff. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought they were going to, speaking about, I thought they were going to do yeah. something with that, like with Mankind at first. I thought they were play. I thought they were going to play with that, but, but no, uh, they did, obviously didn't. Um, but yeah, since, since Taker, I think this has been, <laughs> this has been the most like, inter like talked about supernatural, unbelievable type of character. And, and he's, and he's over. And I think, I think Cena did his job by, by, by <laughs> taking, guess, the, taking loss. the loss or whatever it was, <laughs> or ha or have yeah or having or having Bray and 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 or and the Fiend just expose him and kind of you know play around with his career and it was just really, really creatively done and it took me a while to appreciate it. Um, it took me a while, Lewis, but I, did listen, you give it a grade, man? Off production, like I said, I'm not grading that like a match, like similar to the Boneyard match. It's, it's, it wasn't a match, but for what it was, that gets an A, bro. <laughs> yeah, now now that I've had time to actually yeah, reflect wow. on it, that shit gets an A, son. Like, I can't wait to actually go back and revisit it, because it's not going to take up too much of my time. What did it last? Like, about 10 minutes, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't, I'm not going to feel like it was a chore because it was <laughs> certainly entertaining. 
That was the most unique right. presentation of a quote-unquote right. match that I think WWE has ever done. Ever. And that is going to go down as a WrestleMania yeah, class. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Both, both, both matches will go down as something different and special that the company shouldn't do. Now, here's the thing, Lewis. No. Should definitely but, not but, do but this I have a feeling because it's <laughs> like, WWE, this... they're going to give us, especially in the near future, because of the pandemic, they're going to end up giving us a lot of cinematic matches going forward. And it's gonna it's gonna really taint it may not taint the legacy of the the funhouse match and the boneyard match, but we can say that as far as WWE is concerned, you know, those are gonna be the new standard bearers. Oh boy. Lewis, I, I, I hope you're wrong. And I <laughs> I hope they don't O D with this man because that's the last thing you need is everyone to turn on this when it's so hot. Like you maybe spread it out, maybe once do a match like that once every other mania, but not maybe once or twice a year. But I think twice is even pulling right. pushing it. But this should be special, special moments, right? Like that's where you, that's where you want to place something like this creatively. It's just, it's got to be a special moment. So I I just hope they don't kill it. Where we do another show and we're like, "Yo, yeah, right." Now it's getting out of hand. So now it's now now this is trash, Lewis. This is garbage, and I wanted to love it, but now I hate it. So I just hope they don't take us down that down that rabbit hole. Um, that WWE definitely probably Bray Wyatt just do, uh, he just garnered. Thing. How should I put this? He just basically reserved his spot in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Damn, Lewis, you're you're going you're you're going hard with this, man. These are these are listen. These are I'm gonna tell you why you, Bray Wyatt it will go into the Hall of Fame. One, he's wrestling royalty because of his his father and whatnot, and his uncle. And two, look at how long he's been in WWE, not including NXT, but he made his debut with the Wyatt family and all of that in 2013. Yes, his his push kind of dwindled after 2014, but if you notice. He's always been in the picture, in and out, has always cut some of the, the best promos. But then when he comes back and reinvents himself with this Fiend shit, this is – his Fiend character is, is, is the most talked-about character WWE has had in the last seven, eight months. And he sells merchandise. Why? Because yeah. I was around these little yeah. kids at the Royal Rumble. And – and my, my son actually wanted a Fiend mask. Like, that character is over, bro. Yeah, I bought him the mask. It was like 10 bucks, but... Like, yeah, bro. Like, this this character is insanely original. That Firefly Funhouse, those segments are incredible. Um, Yeah, bro. Like, how could you not put this guy in the Hall of Fame just based on character development and longevity? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not not everybody that gets called up to the main roster can, I mean, can last listen, this man, long and still be over. I still need to see more from him before I th- before I give him Hall of Fame accolades right now. I still need to see I need to see something else just like not the way they filmed it or shot it or or storyline-wise, but I need to see something else that gives us the whole feeling of like wow. 
that was that was great. I need something else like that. If he could do something else like that, then then maybe I'll maybe I'll mention or whisper his name. But I I can't. Listen, the, the WWE Hall of Fame is different from the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. The WWE Hall of Fame, everybody gets into that shit. That's just to sell. That's just to sell tickets. So you're gonna tell me that's that Bray true. Wyatt is? I can name you at least ten guys, twenty guys on this roster that will end up in the WWE Hall of Fame. I mean, come on, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles. AJ Styles should you be in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Period. But but I'm just saying, like in the WWE Hall of Fame, true, who who true. don't they put in in the Hall of Fame? Seriously, you're right. You you're right. You maybe maybe you're right, Lewis. He <laughs> he's definitely going to get in. Um, he's got to do something really really stupid not to get in. Um, but you're right. Everyone will probably get in. Even the even the cater the, you know craft services guy may get in. Uh, I who knows who else may get in, Lewis. I mean, but I I think. Uh, I'm just not ready to. I know it's gonna happen. I'm just not ready to give him that that that. Just not ready to give him that award. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like not in my head yet. But he's close. One more, one more of these, and one more of these, and he's he's in. One more of these, and he's he's in. He's a fucking I mean, good actor. Um, and I'll say this: him. if he if his if his in ring career yeah. ends prematurely because of uh, an injury, he should seriously consider going into acting. I agree. He listen. I've I've always me too. liked Bray Wyatt. I always liked. I always liked him, and I was rooting for him. And to, and I thought for a second, I was like, "Yo, they're gonna." Well, they did end up ruining ruining him for a bit. But I was like, "Oh my god, don't do this to this guy because he's got something. There's some charisma there. You can tell there's some creativity. Um, there's a there's a, a knowledge of the business. There's just." There's something there with him, and I think they just had to give him full reign of what that character is, and and it'll it'll shine. And I, you know, you said give him give him the ball, and he'll run, man. Let him let him do it. Let him do it. So I'm glad to see it, man. I'm glad to see it. Um, but Lewis, what we have, it's it's crazy with this two day show. We barely <laughs> talked about the two new champions we got. Um, but in in, in your like just. Give me something. Give me a storyline, one for Braun and one for Drew that you could see possibly happening in 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 the near future. Who, for who, Braun's their biggest. Uh, let me well. Let me start off. Yeah, I'll start off with Braun. Braun, um, go with Braun. It'll be Roman whenever he comes back. Because uh, that's the thing. I I can make predictions all night long. But we don't know what's what the future holds, or at least the immediate future, with all the tapings and. That's true. I don't know, but if if Roman Reigns is back and they are able to somehow fit him in, it would make sense from a storyline perspective because he can say, you know, this was my title shot. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the big dog, and th- this is this is this is my spot right here. So I deserve to be champion. So it could be that. So I, I right off the bat, I'm thinking uh, Reigns would be his first, uh, his first contender. After that, um, okay, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Roman Reigns is the only one that don't makes know. sense. I mean, if you want to put a heel Nakamura in there, 
uh, since they were already feuding anyway. I I guess, but yeah, yeah, that's that's what I I see for the okay. the immediate okay. future as far as the storylines playing out. But if Reigns doesn't come back, I'm trying to think who else on SmackDown would be a a good heel for him. Um, yeah, like I said, maybe Nakamura. This mm-hmm. this could be the the opportunity to just kind of revive him in that sense. Hey, yeah, he, he needs. Yeah, but but that's the thing. There 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 aren't any credible heels theory. right now for for Strowman to really engage in a program with. Or if you want to just do a babyface babyface program, just have Daniel Bryan go after the title. I don't know. Uh, okay, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't hate that. That's not bad. I'll take Daniel Bryan. Um. Do you think he? So you don't think he's just a placeholder? You think that they? You think that they'll keep the belt on 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 Braun? They'll give it to Roman when he gets back. To Roman when he gets back. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 or, just a placeholder champion for now. Yeah, that's how okay, I feel. I now, Drew, on the other hand, Drew McIntyre is not a placeholder champion. They they're gonna want to keep the belt on him because they they've invested a lot of time and effort and energy into mm. him, and he was he's obviously over. So yeah, don't expect him to drop the title. I actually don't even expect Becky Lynch to, to drop the title anytime soon either. So the next the next credible opponent for Drew, I mean, they did that whole little thing with Big Show, which was cute. But I I think Seth Rollins, that's the one that makes the most yeah, right. sense. Yeah, the Monday Night Messiah. That that makes the the Seth most Rollins. most sense. Hmm. I yeah that's yeah that's, that's, that's what all, I'm saying that's all they have that's all they got really so the or or but, AJ Styles but, you know what I'm saying but I think next in line it should be the Monday Night Messiah and then from there if you want to throw in AJ Styles and the OC mm-hmm. um but I could totally see that yeah AJ Styles and, and Seth Rollins going after that title mm. okay that's a good and program. if you want to do babyface babyface Kevin Owens. Um, that would make for some really good stuff because Kevin Owens, he 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 reinvented himself as a babyface, and he's actually a pretty good babyface. He is he, and he needs right. something significant right now. Um, he needs something big. He needs something big. Um, I kind of feel like he's in that weird, uh, weird purgatory stage where it's just he's just right. He's not. He's not he's not a low card guy and he's not a main eventer, but he's just almost there. Like he's not he's just stuck in one spot. And I think he needs something big to kind of get him back into it. Um Lewis, so overall rating, grades. Uh um, night one, night one I'm gonna give the I was a little more engaged with night two, to tell you the truth. So I'm, I'm only gonna, I'm gonna give night one a C plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and night two, I'd give. Okay. Uh, okay. Hmm. You know what? Night two was actually a, a, a more entertaining. So I, I'd give night two a B minus, maybe a B, a, a flat B. Yeah, but okay. 
But if I if I were to combine, okay. yeah, if I were to combine Actually, both that, nights, yeah, that sounds about. I right. like I said, all all things considered, now that I've had time to reflect on it, I give it a B minus overall. Yeah, because it wasn't like I said, it wasn't as it wasn't as mm. bad, it wasn't as bad as okay. as I was anticipating. So yeah, B minus. Yeah, I, I I'm on for both nights. In in total, in in as one, I'm 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 teetering on a C plus B, uh, C plus B, um, yeah. What I did, listen, I did like I like I mentioned, but you mentioned before earlier, I didn't hate the show. It was just a little different for me to get right. used to not hearing anybody cheer, um, and and the look of and the look of the place and it being wrestle freaking mania, um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't. You know they they did what they did, and I I think you got, we did get some good stuff out of it. So, um, yeah, see, yeah, I think the B general consensus on, on is that it wasn't terrible. B plus B. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I, I we we were all yeah, expecting a terrible. shit show, but it was that far from that. Good stuff. We we were we were, and it, it was not. It definitely wasn't. I I will. It definitely wasn't. Um, yeah, I think I think we got. I think we got a, a decent show for the circumstances, man. Um, good stuff with this WrestleMania recap, man. Good, great, 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 great takes. Good stuff, Lewis. Uh, quickly, I want to get to some news here for a second, man. Uh, one big thing: no. the XFL is no more. Did we see that? I coming, did Lewis? not what, see that what coming. What the f? One happened, bit. Bro? Um, I'm, wow, I, I was actually taken aback by that by that article. I'm like, what the hell? I got to send this to Kyoto. And it's and it's like yeah I get it that yeah, you know I, all sports are canceled but they just they're just done like what the fuck I was actually enjoying those games they're done yeah I was I, I and, and my biggest regret Lewis, man is I not going to a game when I had the opportunity because the tickets are so damn cheap Dirt cheap, bro. You Dude, and the Houston man. Roughnecks were like five and zero really before the, before it the, was fun. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were like five and zero, six and zero, some shit like that. But they bro. were undefeated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I am, I am a bit shocked because all the re- the reviews coming in were pretty good for the sh- for the for the games. Um. The, there was no, uh, from what I was reading from the article, yeah. I, Vince was putting all the money. There was no TV deal, deals like he, he like, so I, I I think Vince thinking to himself like, uh, yeah, we can't do that again. But he would have he he did a, he signed it for a three year, uh, a three year duration. Like it was it was a three year TV deal, the same structure it is now, where he was footing the bill. So he had to know. Or had they anticipate what this was going to cost? I'm just shocked that it, it's it's. I guess this means no one will beat the superpower that is it, that is the NFL, and no one cares about. NFL yeah, I know that's that's NFL. the sad part. I mean, but it was nice. Listen, I'm that's not it. a diehard football fan by any means, but that's I am it. a casual fan. I like football. I I play Madden every now and then. Um, but like, it was nice to have football during the spring because it was it's it's a really nice placeholder um you know yeah. obviously if you have the nba you know you're watching basketball and you know baseball comes back in, in the spring anyway but it, it's a nice placeholder for that transitional period 
from the NFL, uh, from the Super Bowl to the NFL preseason. You know, it, it obviously does, it doesn't last that long because the season was supposed to end in May. Yeah, but yeah. it was just, you know, it was nice. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was good games to, to watch. It was nice. Yeah, I, I, listen, I agree, man. And and being able to go to an actual game and seeing the energy, hearing the people, it was really a really cool experience, man. Like it was a, I thought this was, I was like, listen, we may get, we may at least get to the end of the season. I mean, but of course we didn't because of the pandemic. But even if that, even if that didn't happen, I felt like they were going to get to the end of the season and definitely probably come back for a second. Um I, I I don't know. I I would love to know more detail. I the, the article didn't go deep into detail, um, but you know Vince had earmarked three hundred million dollars of wow. money. Wow, three so three hundred like, uh, million. No, no, no. <laughs> not, just not just let that sink in. My goodness, hundred million dollars of his own money. Yeah, yeah, three hundred million of his own money to to put this to put this together. And this was probably the most credible out of all the leagues. It got better view, uh, better viewership out of all the other leagues that tried and failed. Um, and now it's, it's it's in the grave with. <laughs> it'll, it'll, Stiles, I have a man. feeling it'll be back though, because Vince I mean, Vince is very, very he's a very gone. persistent kind of individual. He will not go down without some a better fight, I should say, because obviously COVID is kicking everybody's ass, but. I feel like he's going to want to still give it one more shot. Yeah. It may be canceled for for next year, mm. but I feel like in the next five years, don't be surprised if the XFL relaunches yet again. It wouldn't surprise me, bro. It would, it would not surprise me. Like I said, Vince is just persistent like that. He, does, he would not take no for an answer. He wants – he wants to have – I'm sure he would like to have – one full season where the XFL generated a decent amount of viewership and garnered good feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And it just sucks because it, it, it definitely had that potential. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but you know, maybe you're right. I, I, I slightly agree with you that Vince is that guy who, will wake up one morning and be like, you know what? I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna start that stuff yeah. back up again. Give me three hundred million dollars. Like that that's what it that's that's exactly what's probably gonna happen. Um but we'll see man. We'll see and hopefully you get to a game, bro. Um and yep. other news Lewis, I don't know if you knew this. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. The revival gone. Released from their contract. Uh I am very excited because I am a huge revival fan. Um I like those guys. I think they're old school and their gimmick is great. The look is good. I I I I see lots of potential more than what WWE was exposing. And I think oh, yeah, AEW, they're definitely going they come, to AEW. Man. I Why don't not? see them going to any other company but AEW. I think they want to stay they want to stay on mainstream television. Uh, yeah. I think they want to wrestle in front of a nationwide audience. They don't want to do Impact or Ring of Honor or any bullshit like that. Because they, they know what it's like to get that national exposure. So hell yeah, they'll go to AEW and AEW seems to appreciate not just athleticism, but they seem to appreciate old school psychology. 
you know, i.e. the Cody Rhodes matches. All of Cody Rhodes matches yes. are not yes. high spot based. They're more oh, yeah. slow paced, old school, psychology based matches. You know, you yeah. so with but that's gonna be tricky because the revival, mm-hmm. they're more they're very old school. So they're not like the Young Bucks or Hangman and Page or the Lucha Brothers. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they mix how they mesh with those other tag teams, but I'm sure they'll they'll thrive. Listen, I was I was I, I liked the revival during the NXT days. I I could care less oh, yeah, about man. them these last two, three years. Um uh, and that that's mostly due to I don't know. There's a disconnect with the WWE audience and and that that gimmick. Um, they never they were never able to get over, bro. I felt I felt like moving them up to the moving them up to the main roster. Was never, just a In a, dude. NXT, they were great. Yeah, NXT, they were great. They were they were credible. Um, they were threats. Uh, crowd liked them. You give them, you give them main roster spot, and they didn't know what to do with them. They put them in these stupid comedy things, comedy skits, and it just it diminished their 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 diminished their stock. Like it was just. I mean, really part of that, part of that is stock. also them too. So, um, listen, you know, I appreciate the old school stuff, and they are good at what they do. But I, I, I'm, I, I've gotten a lot of CM Punk ish vibes from them, where they're. There's they're sipping on their Kool-Aid a little too hard. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're smelling their, their shit a little mm. too much. And it's like, okay, you guys are good, but you're not that good. CM Punk was great, but it's like, all right, bro, you know, you're you're hyping yourself up a little too much. And and, and it comes off as arrogant. It's like, are you right. really are you really worth the mm. money and the attention that, okay. that you, you think- feel like you're not getting so that's that's just my thing like a part of me is like all right let's let's see what they can do now like you got you wanted your release you got your release now now show me something that's an interesting take because look we we can blame booking we can blame the creative team we can blame booking but you have to get over that you know what i'm saying so that that's 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 how i see it like with CM with CM Punk, he just you know the, all those years back Very when he left, man. and I felt like he just came up. He kind of came across as like an arrogant prick who was who was ungrateful to the fans, and it's almost as if like you got over because you're 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 mm-hmm. Jesus Christ reincarnated. Like no, the fans you connected with the the audience, and and shout out to mm-hmm. you because that's that's your talent. You were able to get over, but at the same time. You wouldn't have gotten that push if the fans didn't receive that pipe bomb promo. He would have been just another guy. Yes, they gave him world title runs, yeah. but it wasn't the same as the, the pipe bomb, post-pipe bomb, I should say. So I, I'm like, you know, show a little more Very gratitude. True. and Don't just don't, don't, don't be an true, asshole man. all the time. You know, it's, it's not – I know he has no filter, but it just – it kind of rubs me the wrong yeah, way that, sometimes. It, it, like just really self-titled. Nope, I told that makes sense. I totally get it, and yeah, and maybe that's what, and maybe that came across in their work, therefore causing that disconnect. Because uh, I don't think they, I think I, I felt that same vibe in NXT, but there was something different and special about that setting for them. Um, 
you know, I, I think people gravit I think people understood that mentality and that style of wrestling and that gimmick a little more than this main roster because there are there are a lot more kids that just don't understand it. Like you they don't know it. They don't know uh old school wrestling or right. any type of, you know, simple straight to the point gimmicks. Um I don't think I don't think they understand that. Um so it, you know, different audience. Yeah, one, one, one would hope. Definitely um, appreciate it more. You know, the revival so, merchandise wasn't exactly um, flying off the shelves. So one, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So one, one, one can hope. This, I, you know, I no, brought no, up CM all. Punk, not and all. I just had to go back to this because years ago, when CM Punk was blowing up, right, and his promos often reflected reality, and he would take shots at The Rock, who was part-time, yet he was main eventing WrestleMania alongside John Cena. So... I remember The Rock and CM Punk had somewhat of a, a professional beef because Rock, he threw some real serious shade at Punk. He's like, yeah, the reason why, you know, not in exactly those words, um, but he's like, you know, the reason why I get to main event with, uh, with Cena is because you're not, you're not a draw. You're not, this is WrestleMania. This isn't just some average pay-per-view. This is the main event of WrestleMania. What, when, when have you ever been a big draw prior to this year like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying he didn't he didn't go into specifics like that but I'm, I'm getting where the rock is coming from so then when you go back to cm punk's arguments of oh i should be in the main event and you know fuck the miz and you know why is he main eventing it's well certain people draw when you're talking wrestlemania it's not always about in ring ability it's about who can yeah. who can fucking get over with the crowd and sell merchandise to put asses in seats you know what I'm saying? Is The Rock one of the greatest in-ring performers of all time? Absolutely yep. not. And you know I will vouch for The Rock to the day I die. But there are so many in-ring performers I would put over The Rock. But who is one of the top people that put some of the most asses in seats of all time? The Rock. You know what I'm saying? And The Rock had this same argument with HBK. Him and HBK, all, he never liked HBK back in the day because HBK treated him like shit when he first got into the company. And that's, you know, that's back when HBK was a different person. Um, but he never, yeah, he never uh, treated Rock with respect. He was somewhat of a locker room bully. So then when The Rock finally did get his shine and was a main eventer, I'm sure that he was approached with that idea, Rock versus HBK at WrestleMania, which would have been awesome. But Rock said, eh, you know, I don't feel like HBK is that big of a draw, so I'm not coming back for that. You know what I mean, and 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 he's you can you can I I, I may be partial, I may be biased, but he has a yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has a fucking point. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about your. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's there's a point, there's a point to that. So you know, I, I might I might have I might have digressed a lot, but I'm just saying, there's no, no, there's a point. Yeah, there's a difference between knowing your worth and just coming all across as self-titled. And arrogant. And listen, I, I totally agree. CM Punk was the king of that. And I think that I think we're getting a little bit of that from the revival. That's why we're getting a little pushback on uh, if people care about them. And you, you're right. You, they got their release. And now we're going to see where this takes us. Um, well, it takes them and see what they can do. Um, and hopefully, listen, hopefully... 
hopefully they they get something out of it or at least be able to compete in that staff tag team division of, in AEW. That's why I'm excited because AEW's tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think the best. The best <laughs> in wrestling. So the best in wrestling, actually. So, um, yeah, the best in wrestling. So it, it will be interesting how they fit in, what they do to kind of revamp themselves, if anything, and and, and go from there, man. Um, but, yeah, great. Listen, Lewis, great talk, my friend, as always. Um, anything – any last words, any thoughts, anything you want to plug, any anything you want no, to No, I don't have anything you, to plug because I don't you got know when's the next time I'm doing an episode, but I would like to do one in the near future. Um I got some some potential topics in mind. Uh not just okay. not just wrestling based, obviously. Uh I wanna I wanna talk about some movies and Sweet. things like that. But if you've never heard of this app, uh, a good a good friend of mine, um, he put me onto this app called Letterboxd. Shout out to Carlos. And Letterboxd is a social media app for film buffs. So it's like an encyclopedia of any type of movie. There's people that make custom lists of movies that are related thematically. Or like, let's just say, for example, uh, you know, top 100 movies that Edgar Wright considers masterpieces. Or top top movies featuring Scarlett Johansson and you can write your own little reviews. You can rate the movies and it's a good place to either recall a film that you had on your mind, but you just forgot that you had it on your list to revisit or, you know, a good place to just discover new films that you've never even heard of on a, not a, not, a, not just on a domestic level, but an international level as well, as well. Um, it's, it's awesome. And it's, it's a nice way to, reflect and discover new new films so it's it's great it's great for cinema buffs letterbox yeah l letter l-e-t-t-e-r b-o-x-d letterboxd yeah yeah it's 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 fucking good man Mm, i'm gonna check that out man after after we're done i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out immediately um awesome lewis it's been a pleasure uh, next show, man. I'm definitely thinking about doing a doing a movie show. Um, don't know on what yet, uh, but I have a lot. I don't have a lot of time, but I do have some time to fit in some films. Uh, so looking to get you get you on there. Uh, so look out for that, <laughs> that random text. Yeah, you know, you know, you know me, man. I, like like it's similar to you. I'm busy and stuff <laughs> with uh, online teaching, you know, and and just managing the household, but. Yeah, bro, this is the perfect yeah. time to come up with topics and and just reflect on a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm your, I'm your, your servant. So perfect, Lewis. Thank you, sir. For... <laughs> yeah, you're my servant. Lewis, it's been a pleasure. Uh, guys, this is Kelly from Scripply Adapted Uncut. Uh, join us next time for another show. Don't know what it's going to be on. Could be wrestling, could be movie, could be a TV show. Thank you, man. Who thank knows? you, brother, for having Lewis me on. From Let Me Just Say This, thank you. But thank you. Take buddy. it easy.